1: All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
0: Yeah, this is the Talking Tech This Podcast. My name is Daniel. Who are you?
1: My name is Half Hope, aka Double H.
0: We do the podcast. We're supposed to do it on Tuesdays. You're supposed to hear it on Wednesdays. We're recording on Wednesdays for whatever reason for the past Man. couple of weeks, just because of time or whatever. Um, yeah. Follow on social media. I mean, social media has just been so trash.
1: Okay. Please. Okay. Can I, can I just give me like a few minutes just to rant?
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Do you know, when I, you know whenever you have tabs open mm-hmm. and then you can easily like go slow. Oh, yeah. That's my Twitter tab. And I just know it's <laughs> because it's, 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 it's blue. Cause you know, normally I have like about six, seven, eight, times, so I have my, my website builder open, um, YouTube comments open, then I have my Twitter thing open. And because it's so open, I can just quickly go to like, oh yeah, blue, because you know how your eyes work, like colors, okay, blue bed, click. So it turns out, I swear my Twitter tab was open. Why was it open? Lo and behold, it's now black. And there's now a freaking X there. And as I click it, this stupid, ugly looking, horribly designed X now pops up. <laughs> and we go into, And I'm like, what is this crap? I mean, nah. I mean, and, and also, as well, and also, my not, some of my notifications have been deleted. I'm like, whoa, I know I had about like six, seven, eight notifications that have just been wiped. Basically, this. This white South African has just <laughs> come and screwed with what your boy Jack built.
0: As I can, it's Jack. Part of it is Jack's fault. I I think I've retired my personal account. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for as long as possible without tweeting a damn thing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. maybe some DMs here and there because that's sometimes the best way to get in touch with people rather than like traditional yeah. email. Mm -hmm. um and the podcast obviously needs to be posted somewhere and bro this is very difficult like the past couple days not like i don't it's it's the neural pathways i've been on twitter for like 15
1: years and you always tweet though because i always see your tweets pop up because you always have something to say i'm I'm
0: there so it's difficult uh but again like kind of like what we were talking about before there'll come a time where it will just be normal not to want to check it
1: so do you know what's really good it's just that it's so hard but i'm trying to do this try not to go onto any social media for a day it feels so good for anyone listening right now i know it's hard to feel, but try and do it just try and go like a day of not checking instagram TikTok, twitter don't not any so see youtube is like a tv channel so that's fine but those things are like Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, like your brain just seems much more refreshed. Mm. Like I actually do think that because I don't know what the medical term is where they feel the they need to check notifications. And whenever you see that kind of notification thing pop up, you, you quickly go there. So it suddenly oh, does uh, to the brain.
0: it's it's a release of dopamine. Dopamine, yeah. Brain.
1: Yeah, yeah, So But just not going on there for like a day, it's it does a a world of good. man.
0: Do you know how addictive this thing is?
1: Yes, it's it's a troll. Like
0: people who are who were brought up without the technology, without even like mice, computers, anything, and who lived like decades without smartphones. So, like people in their 60s, 70s, maybe, maybe, maybe even 50s. Who just never grew up with the technology are on Facebook nonstop. Yeah. That's how powerful it is. That, like, kids these days don't have a chance because they're growing up with iPads as soon as they're like one or two. But for people who grew up with radio and TV to be on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on no, Threads, no, no, on no.
1: TikTok, on. Let me even like, give you a perfect example. My mom was way before any of this stuff. Okay. Way before. And I'd go to my mom, like, let's say, like, early in the afternoon, and she's just on her phone, TikTok, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. YouTube. And I'll come back in the will and say, hey, mom, you're still, you've been on this for like the whole, and the times where, like, I'll go in the night and say, mom, it feels so, like me, you're I'm the so, parent. It feels like yeah. you're the parent. And for me, I said, I, saw, I, saw, I, saw, I, saw, I saw, like, like, mommy, do you know that this is bad for your eyes, you viewing this in the dark? With the lights coming at church, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I was like, they've been <laughs> on this thing like all day on you, and also just checking on this YouTube stuff or TikTok. And also, and again, this is the harmful thing on the internet. I go into all this thing, I'm like, oh my gosh, this dangerous green pepper that is linked to this thing that it is very poisonous, very. And I'm like, I'm also, oh no, 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 I just have this whole thing. So, bad. Bear- be very wary about putting this whole thing remember when you <laughs> boil your kettle? don't use the water on there because they said it, i'm like oh my
0: god wait a minute is that true the kettle i thing? don't know what's i don't know what's <laughs> true
1: <laughs> so because they the all this and now because i'm i'm not thinking, oh geez should i not should i now maybe to like empty the kettle because if you leave <laughs> water in the kettle for for so long there's like come on a poison against
0: plastic oh man yeah. see i think about stuff like that though so,
1: I don't know. I Bro, but again, if you But think again, so much, you'll go crazy. You'll go crazy. Like,
0: like, my my dad's always on YouTube now. My mom, she's always on Facebook. It's just yeah. like, if you guys who grew up, like, born in the 50s and 60s, if you guys are, like, I wouldn't say addicted, but, like, very fond of using that stuff, Yeah. then there's something in the, just the nature of it that's not healthy. So, if you can, like, detach yourself or detox from it, you must feel good after, once you've reached the other side um but uh, yeah a day is not going to get you to the other side <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> when you've been using it for years but anyway one of the last things i saw before i, I left was they offered mbappe 700 mil so 30
1: that's mil what a we're week. About. 30 mil a week
0: <laughs> i saw i saw 22 euros a second for a year yeah. every second that was sixty six wow. euros. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we we talked about money before. He's legit been offered damn near a billion to play for a year, if the reports are are, are accurate, which they might be. And when y- Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah. <laughs> said, "I look like Killian, come get me," and he and Killian put the the laughing emojis. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, did you He's, see Damian Lillard there must be some and um, validity. Draymond Green? No. Yeah, basically, Damien Lillard was like, "Bro, they're offering this guy's how much?" And then Draymond Green was like, "You know, like, do they have basketball leagues as well <laughs> over <laughs> oh, there?" And everything. So, oh, so no. basically, it's Saudi, it's working. It's it's working. It Stephen A. Smith was like, "Man, like they're offering this guy how many billion This could mess up sports. So the fact that because I don't think anybody in sports has seen this kind of a deal. Mm -mm. That's the thing. So that's why guys beyond just football are like, wait, excuse me, what? Because it's made headwaves. And which is why I said that. Because, you see, again, this isn't, well, this is sort of the podcast that we can delve into because we do sometimes delve into the whole politics of stuff. So you can maybe just dip our toes. This is not really about football, really. This is a political play from Saudi Arabia. Because when you're looking at what they are doing in boxing, what they are what they have done in golf, that's think about it. So you want me just to come for a year and I'm now going on a free? Huh? That's because we just need this instant spotlight.
0: We need a flag. So
1: so by you coming, now the spotlight on Saudi Arabia, and what we want is for Saudi Arabia to gain attraction and for us to pretty much change our image. From outsiders, so forget about you staying here. But we just w- we just want the name Mbappe to give us that initial push of hey, this is what Saudi Arabia is about. Let's now tr- let's now try and alter our, our image. That's why they're trying to say, okay, let's tr- okay, boxing is really famous. Boom, because um, Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury I think are fighting later this yeah, year in Saudi Arabia. Addition, yeah, so it's it's bigger than just football, which is why it's like <laughs> what so just for one year. <laughs> You're gonna pay me 13 million a week for one year, and I Bro? can go on it free.
0: Do you know what do you know what this kind of shows me? And this is this is the this is this is really interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: There are less great basketball players than there are footballers based on just the number of people who, who can play at one time, based on the countries in the world that where the sport is popular, but basketball I think is the second or third most popular sport in the world. There's football, there's cricket, then there's basketball. That's a rough estimate. Maybe you could say boxing, maybe you could say athletics, but team sports for sure. If Saudi really wanted to make a splash in sports, and there's a second point behind this going after NBA players who are free agents might have been the easier way to make a splash and really fuck with the United States. Because if you could get a Giannis with that deal, he would go because there's no salary cap or there's a salary cap in the NBA. Mm. Who know, If the Saudi league wanted to, they could make something with no salary cap. And mm. let's tempt LeBron James with 300 million, 400 million, 500 million how many NBA players do you think would go for it based on the limited numbers who, who are there? And a lot of them are foreign players anyway. Like yeah. if you could Jokic, Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, like they've already left home.
1: Yeah. If you
0: could get like the young Wemben Yama or whomever, like people go to the NBA because it's like the NBA, but we could make our own league and all we just need to capture a few of those guys. And you've basically cornered a market because there's so few um, great basketball players. But for football, I think they targeted football because there actually is a genuine interest in Saudi Arabia for football, even though it's easier to capture perhaps basketball players or something Mm -hmm. like that. We want football because we actually care about the sport and we know in the Arab world, it's the biggest sport. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the danger to European footballers. these guys could go for any sport and there are easier sports that they could capture, you know, golf perhaps is, is one of those ones, but we want football and we want footballers. We're going after Ronaldo. We're throwing Messi a bag. His was 1.2 billion. So 700 yeah. million for, for Mbappe makes sense. Um, we're going for Mbappe, anybody who's available, we're going for it. And we're going to start seeing things shift. I mean, we, for the past few months, I feel like, all the conversations have had some level of Saudi Arabian influence in them because they're they're throwing their weight around. Yeah, man. and it's about you know they they had the stink of and they still do and they should do have the stink of you know the uh, the Jamal Khashoggi and killing yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. journalists and the 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 war in Yemen where there's people just starving because of a, a Saudi Arabian blockade. Like there are things within obviously for years, you know, women can't drive women's rights, et cetera, human rights just in general. Like, (laughs) there's a bunch of things that you could talk about when referencing Saudi Arabia, other than the sporting context of what their society is and how it's structured. But once they start throwing this money around for people who we care about beyond the sports that they play, uh, I mean, (laughs) that would give Saudi Arabia a level of legitimacy that perhaps they don't deserve, but that they can buy, especially when we're dealing in capitalism, and your validity is generally based on how much money you can either make or generate. Yeah. So if Saudi feel like throwing around seven hundred million for Mbappe, I, he might reject it just out of principle, but he does have to seriously consider it.
1: On, oh, no, on, no, no, I think that's the thing. Again, like another question that. Someone asked was um I think yeah it was Gatlock who asked that um oh, man. how much okay, okay does how much ham does one year do to Mbappe's brand or his image?
0: None. Honestly, if he did the calculus or calculations, hmm. there's no difference. No no hold
1: up, hold up, hold up. Here's my my thing though. Uh-huh. Do you know what the issue is? Go for it. What happens next summer?
0: You think they still hold him? Like they try to? <laughs> here's two point one. No, 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 what? no. What's no? What's no? What's
1: no. What? no? What tournament happens next summer? Euros. This isn't about him getting picked. If he was, if let's say he was overweight and was in Burger King piling on burgers for like twelve months, they shouldn't be still going to pick him and have him as a, a, a starter. But going into a tournament you want to be in good top-tier physical condition, competing against the very best. He goes to Saudi in the season lead up to the Euros, it will affect him at the Euros. He will not be as good. Because that's what I've always said about Saudi. I have no issue with there being an alternative. Bro, I like it. I, I, it's good to have competition. The issue for me is I, I implore Maris to go, but it is still not to go. But if you're Musiala, you're Hendrick, um, you're Pedri, you're Mbappe, I think it's problematic for them to go because the very best players and the faces of the sport have got to be competing against the very best, which just happens to be in Europe. If you just had top-tier players who en masse went to another league, cool. So my thing, though, is you could go there for a year, but you will be affected at the Euros for sure. You will not be as good because to now go from... Playing against Saudi Pro defenders now, playing against the very best defenders in Europe, you're, it's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. Mm. So,
0: okay, he could look at it two ways. So, the first way is: does staying in PSG enhance any portion of his reputation? Not really. So that, or well, actually, I guess there's three options. So the first option is if you stay at PSG. Does that help your reputation? No, because people don't care about PSG. Whether or not that's the legitimate response to what PSG are and have become, that's what it is. So you could win league, 1, you could win the Coupe de France, you could win the, or is it the Coupe de la Ligue, the Coupe de France? Like you could win everything. People don't care, okay? Because it's in France. When I say people, I mean the timeline. I don't know what people will mean in a few years once the timeline doesn't exist, but for now, people won't care. So that's that's number one. Number two, if you go to Saudi Arabia, people will understand that, bro, they offered him the world in terms of like to us, maybe to him, mm. you feel like that, feel that way. But they offered him 700 million. So of course he's going to go. And PSG would have get some 300 million, 250 something million on the transfer end. Like, of course he left. Like, and it's a year and then he gets to go where he wants. My thinking would be is this the right time? Now you could add the Euros, you could add his age, you could add just what it maybe signifies for what football is becoming or it should mm. become. But I, if I'm looking from his perspective and what's the right thing to do, at least for his career, you play hardball and you try to get your move to Madrid. That's what you should do. Wait, if wait, wait, wait,
1: if, wait, 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 wait. This summer or next summer?
0: This summer. If PSG, like... And, I, I realize he's between kind of the rock and the hard place where I think part of his angle is w- one, not wanting to be seen as somebody who wants out of Paris, because I think ultimately, once you stay at a club for six, seven years, you do care about your, your legacy at that uh, place. So just quick, just quick, just quick, just um, quick. So I think he wants to be seen as somebody who wants to be in Paris, even though what he really wants is to be in Madrid. Like, this is my reading from the outside. So he's going to say, I want to be in Paris. I want to be in Paris. Please let me stay in Paris. I want to see out my contract. But everything you're doing is saying, I don't want to be here long term, which then puts PSG in a position where they have to sell you if they want something from you. But ultimately, that's just he, the, the, the fans and PSG supporters, effectively. I think he wants them to say, well, PSG had no other choice than to sell him, even though he kind of wants to be here. And that's the, that's the, the, the uh, I don't know, the, the, what's, what's, what's the thing in the, the the top of the needle? He's trying to thread that thing, whatever it is. He's trying to thread oh. the eye of a needle, basically. Well, um, okay, no, but go for it. You're missing,
1: but you're missing a, a key thing which someone actually brought, which I didn't know, though, mm-hmm. is there's a loyalty bonus. August 1st. And they said that there's actually a substantial loyalty bonus if he sees 60, that this contract's with PSG. For oh, i I'd like seventy. I had something. that was like, okay, seventy. So, so yeah, that's a substantial. See, because my thing though is, Mbappe is doing nothing wrong, because he's like, this is the contract you gave me. Now we don't know what happened in that the World War where spit on your hand and shake handshake, um, verbal agreements that they they had, but all we know that the contract says that, two years, plus an optional additional one. I decided not to have an optional additional one, even though that's what you were advertising. And um, I've decided that I want to now leave. And part of the contract says that if I see as my contract, I get to loyalty because I get this loyalty bonus if I sell my contract and I now get a huge, massive signing on bonus by joining Real Madrid. I think that
0: helps my point, though. I think you want to be seen as somebody who wants to stay, even if really you want to leave.
1: Number one, but no, 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 no. But Pierce's argument, though, is that that is not what we, quote unquote, verbally agreed. Because Pierce's beef is that we agreed something in private here, and the reason why they're pushing is, is they feel that you're going to punk us by signing a pre contract come January 1st with the yeah, Real but Madrid. Th-
0: my thing is, in the past, we've heard that they had an agreement years, summers before. Like they, I've I've always heard there's a gentleman's agreement. Mbappe can go to Real Madrid. If that was the case, he'd be there already. But every time it comes to the to the time where okay, let me go, sign this contract. Uh, here's more money. It will 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 make you a captain. Yeah. You'll t- you you can take penalties instead of Neymar or mess. <laughs> like every summer, every every time that it's like okay, this is where the gentleman's agreement should kick in. Some new thing pops up to where they don't want to let him let him leave so to the point about saudi arabia though if mbappe is who we think he is and who he has proven himself to be for the last almost decade now (laughs) saudi will pay you in the end anyway they are paying ronaldo they came with the bag for messi So all you have to do is stay on the trajectory that would keep you relevant, whether that's in Paris, whether that's in Madrid, whether it's in Chelsea or Manchester United or Liverpool. Do your business for France. Do your business for whichever club you are in Europe. And when you get to 32, 33, 34, when they come, and trust me, they will come, pause, um, the bag will be there. So you don't need to press that button now. The break glass in case of emergency. Like there's, it's, there's not an emergency. Aisha yet. will
1: be there. So, so, wait, so Mbappe is how old? Like twenty-four, twenty-five, 25 now.
0: Twenty-five this year.
1: So you're sure the so you're sure that the Saudi Pro League will still be a thing in eight years' time? It, we don't so know the amount of money they're throwing at it. I mean, I, 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 <clears throat> they might get regular. Are you saying they might get regulated by? The, yeah, no, no. no. But see, my thing is that we don't. The know world what the will future crash holds. in on them. No, no, no. We don't know what will happen. So, I can tell
0: you oil's not going anywhere.
1: But true. <laughs> or FIFA could just be like, free. we are the world governing body. And we just don't like how Saudi are operating. And we've been under pressure by setting um, influential European figures. And we've decided not to put a cap as to um, the amount of transfers that can happen b- b- between clubs. You see, because UEFA can't do anything, but FIFA can. Because FIFA mm-hmm. governs everyone. But, so FIFA FIFA could, but FIFA could governing and everyone against.
0: means that and FIFA will have Africa in their pocket, they'll have the yeah. Asian countries in their pocket. So it might be UEFA against everybody else. And if if that's the case in FIFA, it's one country, one vote. Yeah. So generally, like the the would it be, the, the the global south tends to win at in FIFA, which is part of the problem with Set Blatter and those guys. Is that yeah, the exactly. people the, the 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 people who generally win were not winning. So we got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> At least that's part of it. Obviously, there's some shenanigans that went on. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, that World Cup was supposed to go to England, not uh, South Africa, whatever the, the, the case may be. So, you know, people who generally get what they want when it's one country, one vote. And most of the world doesn't have what, you know, Europe has. Things tend to go a particular way. So. For, for, for right now, I don't see the Saudi League slowing down and the amount of money that they're going for and like the the amount of money they're going for the amount of money that they're offering people tells me that these guys must have a plan that goes beyond 2 3 years yeah. and by the time you hit 30 31 32 33 Mbappe it's only 5 years from now um which it doesn't seem like it like in 5 years he'll be 30 like you know anyway um yeah they'll be there with their money And if not, there'll be another opportunity. You can do what Messi did and go to MLS and get Apple TV rights or whatever the case may be. Um, So you don't need to press that button and effectively waste a year of your career in Saudi Arabia. And if the Saudi project in the intervening five years, six years, seven years is successful, you'll be going to a league in Saudi Arabia that people actually know much more about that will probably probably be a better standard if their project is successful. And you'll probably have a better time and people will actually get to watch you. If Mbappe went now, I don't know where to access that except like illegal streaming. But like five, six years from now, after they've bought a bunch of people and developed the league to a certain extent, maybe there would be a situation where it's actually on ESPN, Sky, oh, no, whatever. No, no, no,
1: You see, see, my thing, look, I here's the thing. I just don't know what the future holds. But why I think that your point might hold true is Michael Emanalo, who they've brought in to develop talent in the league. Mm. So the fact that they've actually hired him is that like, oh, okay, this isn't just buying guys. You actually seem to have some sort of a structural planners to really fully and um, structurize the league in terms of just of producing talent as well as acquiring talent mm. so okay there seems to be a plan there but again i don't know it's so crazy what they're doing it's so mad <laughs> the money that's being thrown around i just feel someone's going to step in and be like yo what's up that's uh, just,
0: just some some regulation you mean some regulation yeah.
1: and because my and the thing though is that Guys, this is the monster you, you 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 created. So the last people who should be saying anything are are Twiddledy and Twiddledom, aka Jimmy Carragher and Gary Neville.
0: The so Premier League, any Premier League affiliated person in general, I feel like should kind of hush.
1: Yeah, hush up, hush
0: up. Mm. Um, I, it have I read correctly that, and maybe this goes to the Emanolo point where you want somebody to plan it. That mm. there are, how would you say? There's a there's a governing body within Saudi Arabian football that determines which players go to which club. So it's not just Al-Hilal will get all the players. They want some to go to this this club, that club. This like yeah. there's they're they're sharing the wealth or like making sure that one team isn't too strong. And so like, th- so, and so, like, say, yeah. so so like so it's like Kante and Benzema can go to one club, yeah. and then if Mbappe comes, he can go with Ronaldo. And if somebody else goes, they can go to which, what? See, like, I don't even know the clubs yet. I know no, some no, no, of no, them. No, 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 no. I, I don't I think, know all I of them. I think
1: it's, it's Al Nasser, Al Hilal, Al Ali, and I think it's Al Etifak or Efitak. Yes. And it seems to be just those those four. Exactly. But it's but, but, but that's, 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 that's that's like, yeah. how is it that it's always the same four that seem to be getting I think that's or doing the plan. anything? And what, what about the rest of the league? And then you now read the report that. So I think it was from the Saudi States or whatever. I think the inputs, I think it was 7 billion, 7.2 mm. billion towards the league. But I really, I think that's money pretty much went to those four clubs. to mm. so now spread the players. So really, it's really a battle between, between, between those four clubs for the league. Yeah, but see, it's I like, think that's the plan. The I,
0: I, I feel like you watched the, it's like, they would have obviously watched the Premier League and said top four. You know, like that's generally what gets people excited, like a bunch of clubs racing to win something so in
1: it's um al Etifak. Al yes. yes
0: is that's that's what Benzema and Kante are right I think so. they their the kid looks like a bumblebee it's like yellow and black either way um <laughs> if i if i'm gonna pay attention to anyone, it's gonna be Benzema and kante, but um that's that's what you want. You don't want one super club just going crazy because that puts the league into disrepute, which is why, you know, France is like it is. Germany's been like it's been. It's just like, okay, like the same, te- the same team or same club wins every time. We don't want that. So we want some level of parity. And the best example is the classic Premier League, Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, the big four. Mm. And we knew between that like decade period, you're going to have Mourinho, Wenger, Ferguson, Benitez, who's going to win you know like that was the for me that was you know the best premier league that existed mm. um and then you then you added maybe tottenham and city and different clubs um so if you look at that you think okay we need four let's make four and then once those guys get good money will some next club will emerge and you know you can you can do it that way so if that's their structure i feel like It'll 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 be around for Mbappe to get his bag on the back end. You don't need to do it now. They would like you now because that helps them, mm. but it's not what's best for you. As as long as you know you don't have the Ronaldo. Even this is the sick thing. Even if he had like the and knock on wood, even if he had the catastrophic Ronaldo knee injury, mm. recover and they'll still pay you. It might not be 700, but maybe it might be 400, 500. (laughs) You you and your descendants will not be poor, okay, Killian? So you don't need to rush anything now. Even But but, but my thing, though, is
1: that that's because I want to know how much of the the bag is for being a cover star for FIFA. Because I think he was a cover star for three years in a row or was it two years in a row? He was on 23, he was on 22.
0: I think Hazard was on 19.
1: Oh, wow. He might
0: have been on 4. He might have
1: been on 20, 21, 22. Actually, 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 do you know what was crazy? I'll, I'll show you the video. So there's this channel on YouTube where they unbox different games from the history. Uh-oh. So this. So basically, I, I watched a video of them unboxing every FIFA game from FIFA 94, which I owned. Yeah, thank you. Up until now. Do you know how Rooney... Was in the cover of like four or five FIFA's in a row. Yeah. I was like, I was like, for me, I'll like, say, What? Again? And again? And like, what? I was like, mm-hmm. I was like literally for four or five in a row when Rooney was on the front cover. I was like, the
0: heck? It was it was Rooney for like the the main European version. And then in the in the States, they would put like Landon Donovan and oh. Rooney. Like they would have multiple. But H- Hazard was 20. 20- was FIFA 20. So 19 was the last one with Cristiano. Oh, okay. And then, because it was Messi for a while, then Cristiano, then Hazard, and then since 2021. So three Fifas in a row had been Mbappe. And then Halland now for whatever
1: reason. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> So here. Did, um,
0: yo, yo, yeah, we didn't talk about that where Halland yeah. showed up in like a, in a,
1: like a silk. Pajamas suit. with dreads over the plats. It looked flats. like
0: it it reminded me of Cat Williams from The Pimp Chronicles because of the green. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what are you
1: wearing, bro? Yeah, look, I I didn't even know what the like his hair, his dress was like. I didn't even know what, it's what that the was Pimp about. Pimp
0: Chronicles. Let's talk
1: about Messi though.
0: Nothing is gonna get me to watch MLS. I'm sorry. So, but oh come on, it's 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 co- before so we got on vibes. here. And this is the first thing I was going to tell you before we started mm. talking about, before we just, before we turn the mic on. Um, you showed up at the wrong time because I was watching Hijack. So the, the, the next episode oh, dropped yeah, on yeah, yeah. Wednesday. So I, I pressed play and like immediately is like the first cutscene happened, like you showed up. So I was like, damn, you showed up at the wrong time. But before you even get into that, like they have the Apple TV plus ads mm. and they, I haven't seen one from Messi up until now. So I was like, "Wow! Like they they're going full court press on the buy this because of Messi." Mm. So we've got, I think this next game. I thought I like, gigs was there. Diddy was there. Yeah,
1: DJ Khaled. Uh, DJ there.
0: Khaled. His son walked out with Messi. Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: it's a thing. I would have loved to been there when Pele went to New York Cosmos. It can't yeah, have been this. Yeah. Like, this must be the most extreme thing one footballer has done to American football in. Maybe this is Beckham.
1: I would say that this is greater than Beckham because the Beckham thing was always, oh, it's David Beckham, his image, and also Posh Spice. The the thing about Messi specifically now is social media. So social media has made us a a lot more interconnected, and it has really been able to get people more aware as to what is happening globally. So I think with Messi coming in, where I don't think there's anything that is, there is no sports commented on, on the social media platform than football. So I think even people that hardly know anything about football, they know what a big deal Messi is. Mm-hmm. Because of the, okay, Kim Kardashian, literally from Miami, you flew all the way to freaking Japan. To freaking Japan to get your son to do a suey with Chris, Cristiano and to meet Neymar. So <laughs> I think for kids, a lot of these parents are like, wait, this, this this, is a big deal. Just and just because of the power of social media and just how much more interconnected we are, more so than five years ago, 10 years ago, or, 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 or whatsoever. So I do think that this, and what's messy, see, what I needed a message to do is clown this league. Because <laughs> I, my my question was, how much effect can Messi have in football in America? I don't know. Mm. But the best way for us to know is for Messi to go there and just go crazy and just destroy this this, this league. And if he does that, is that now going to have a ripple effect and make it a lot more accessible rather than it just be accessed to rich white parents, you know, which wow. is what football currently is right now in America? Like, that's really it is what, like... Every American I speak to say, Oh no, it's a rich sport, like it, it's it's for the rich people. Every mm-hmm. American I've spoken to a house said it's, that it's a suburban sport, yeah, but not in a good way, yeah. So it's like, um, because theoretically, America should win a World Cup because the amount of immigrants that's in America, the amount of money America has, if America care, which they just don't about football. They're like, boom. But I think what my perception of America has always been they want what is theirs, you know, which is like American football, which is why it's so funny. Like every time I speak to my uncle who's based in Atlanta, he's like, man, like I'm so glad to speak to you because he can't really speak about football with anyone else in in America because no one cares. So he's always glad when he speaks to me because, oh, this is actually a guy who knows football that I can actually talk about my arsenal with. with, with, with You know, that's
0: partly why this podcast exists. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like finding people to speak about football on a particular level with it's hard to do
1: yeah
0: it's yeah. hard to do like you have to yeah. actively seek it like it's less so now especially with our age group maybe maybe his age group for sure like people like of uh of a particular age they're not trying to hear you, you talk about oh, no, soccer no, no way. like what they use their hands like oh no, sorry they, they don't use their hands like that's it for whatever that's a that's a the big thing here um, but yeah, I think I had many points. Mm. Um, and now I've I've probably lost them all. But the the let's let's start with the most frivolous. The Kim Kardashian thing, I think that's more like obviously Kim putting Kim Kardashian in your uh headline is good for the search engine optimization or whatever. Yeah. But it's really about the kid. It's really about like The children these days care about football because of FIFA, because of the access that you have to the sport. That and obviously maybe their class status kind of puts them in a realm where they would be playing football because it's a rich people sport um, in in the states. Um, But that's interesting that children are really into that's Messi, that's uh, Cristiano, that's that's Neymar, that's whoever it is. There's no coincidence that what's his um, speed. Mm. I show speed, like his marketing strategy is brilliant. Attach yourself to the most followed person on Instagram, yeah, and then just fan out and go crazy, you know. Yeah. Ronaldo, 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 like that's in uh, maybe I don't know if he planned this, but I mean, it's a brilliant strategy mm. of I'm gonna become the number one Cristiano stand in the world. <laughs> And do you know what that will do to like Christian is followed by how many million people yeah, like on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? 600. He's the biggest yeah. person. Yeah. So then you just attach yourself to that, and that just grow. And once you add the the young people who watch TikTok and all of these different things, who mm. are on Twitch, um, you know, it's going to build your brand if you do it in the right way. The right way in air quotes. Um, so he's and he, I, I saw a, a clip on Instagram. Where like if Messi scores this free yeah, kick, yeah. I'm gonna take my jersey. I'm 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 gonna start supporting Messi now. He has he's wearing the Ronaldo. Messi scores the free kick. He takes off the Ronaldo, and it's a Messi underneath. I mean, it's going to appeal to a particular to a particular demographic. So just yeah. hit. him in particular, I find him very interesting. Like pronouncing footballers' names wrong, clever. That's gonna yeah. go crazy because um, people already assume Americans don't know how to pronounce names anyway. Of footballers or of anybody who's not American, if it's not smith johnson or jones they're gonna mispronounce so like to do that and have it go like it's easy just marketing wise again brilliant um but i think it is taking advantage of certain things or certain trends in the united states and again once once white people stop having babies and the numbers that they were that they used to have and we, there's an, uh, a higher population of Latin people in the United States. The sport's going <laughs> to, you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, America winning a World Cup or getting better at football. Just the demographics themselves, where people who really love the sport will become the majority in the country. Yeah. Just give it time. I, mean, I think football, basketball, and um, actually, no, just American football and basketball will always be one and two. But baseball, that's dropping away. Hockey is yeah. probably falling away, especially as the planet warms. My guy, like, it, it's too damn hot. I don't know how they're going to keep hockey rinks. <laughs> so, yeah, like, fo- football's coming for a particular, for a particular, and oh, I think it will become a sport for young people. I think eventually people, man, that basketball, that's for old people. Football, that's for old people. Like, football will become the young hip thing, probably. Yeah, um, and and that will induce people to to want to play. So, um, if Messi could be a part of that, which I think he could be, is it's, it's going to be him, Busquets. They say Iniesta, Alba. Like it's going to be like the Beatles, just the the, the Barcelona. Oh, and, and, and I think
1: and because again, it's like it reminds me of when um, I, don't know it was, I think it was like a few years ago when I think Colin Garhead had put down like the top ten most best athletes or, or whatsoever, influential athletes, top athletes, and they have Tom Brady at number one. And guys are like, this just shows you how clueless you are. <laughs> it's like, how are you putting Tom Brady above like a Serena, above a Christiana, above a Messi, above a in, in, in Nene Neymar? But I think that, but he's from a much older generation. So mm. I think with these younger guys coming through, are they going to really gonna care about American football, the same thing? I think the key thing with American football is the whole CTE thing.
0: I was going to say so the violence of football. Yeah. So, it- so a lot
1: of parents yeah. are like, yeah, man, like with the, with the kind of medical stuff that they're coming out with, do I really want to get my um, kids into this? And so once, so in a few years, there are going to be less people coming into American football. And what we're not seeing from basketball is there's much, there's, there is Globalization. a bridge mm. between basketball stars and football stars. Like, look at how many times you see Neymar and um, Jimmy Butler hanging around each other and everything. Steph meeting Neymar, Messi hugging LeBron. So there's that bridge there. So really, basketball is probably going to slowly creep up, creep up, creep up, and maybe because here's the thing though. So for a while, and I just noticed from watching like films, baseball was like America's number one sport. Then American football then took over. I really believe that in a few years, basketball might just be be number one. And but it's so funny though, because you, you say that, still, But will America, or quote unquote, the powers that be, that be, <laughs> allow a sport that is so predominantly African American be the number one sport? Because I think, like, because what is so interesting about the NFL, which is different from, let's say, football or basketball, is I think someone even brought up this point years ago. What's the first thing that you see? It's the helmet. So the thing that you see visually is the logo. Whereas in football or basketball, you actually see the person's face. Mm-hmm. So you see LeBron's face, you see Jordan's face, you see Messi's face, you see Neyman's face. But in football, really, you see the helmets with the New England um, Patriots logo, the Giants logo, the Dolphins logo. So that is, so the institution is front and center. But whereas in basketball and football, the player, is a lot more so front and center, mm. which, is what make, which is what is different. So you can so you can better market yourself as an athlete in basketball and football more so than in the NFL, which really feels like it's an institution or a plantation.
0: And the interesting uh, maybe secondary point to that is the players that they do try to market have traditionally been a, a position that was safeguarded for white people, quarterbacks, Oh, yeah, because, yeah. because it's the thinking man's position and we want somebody who's cerebral and can make decisions quickly and you black people can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, even talented black quarterbacks, they switch them to wide receiver defensive back or something because you can't think. Mm. But now, like, this... um my a homeboy. I'm a home. <laughs> this um, post-Brady, Manning, Breeze, Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers era, you're starting to see... The the blackening of the quarterback position. I mean, the last Super Bowl was the first one with two black starting quarterbacks: Jalen yeah, yeah, Hurts, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, um, Lamar Jackson. Um, I guess Russell Wilson's still around. Kyler Murray, um, Dak Prescott for the Cowboys. Um, is Tua African? I it, whether or not he claims it, like he looks like one. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the guy in Chicago, Justin Fields, like, you know, I don't need to go through the whole league, but like there are mm-hmm. Gino Smith. I want to shout out Geno Smith. Um, there's, there's, there's many more black quarterbacks. So as the, the, the face in the league is becoming, you know, African faces, which is what, I mean, they'll hold on to the, you know, Justin Herberts and Joe Burrows of the world for, for mm-hmm. dear life, uh, Josh Allen. But uh, I hate that. I know these names? I don't even. I'm trying not to watch the yeah. sport. But I've <laughs> um, I've already said I'm not watching the NFL this season. So like I'm 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 letting go of of childish things. But um, yeah, I think the the your the main point would be the violence of the sport. I think that will reduce its its level of um, popularity. Hmm. But it, it's all that sport is always going to be a predominantly overtly American thing. And I think the first point that you made, or or one of the points is that um, America likes to have its own stuff. Yes. It's going to, it's going to want to keep that sport because it is the quintessential American thing. And there's nothing that's that quite encapsulates the American idea or um, kind of just ideology. That's, that's, that's the word I'm looking for. Then American football, it's, zero-sum game violence at all costs be fast be physical um you know just just overtly violent yeah and i think it it speaks to the american consciousness more than any other game football is a bit like actual football is a bit more eh, you know laissez-faire you know that you can end in a draw you know it's, it's not amenable to what the American psyche is. Mm. So that's why I don't think it can ever really become number one, unless like, there's massive
1: demographic shifts. Oh, no, 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 um, because but... the points Because I was watching, um, again, Cam and Mace's show, mm. and then they were debating with Paul they Pierce. They were talking like, about Messi? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Because they were saying, like, who is the number one athlete? And Paul Pierce said, it's going to be Messi. And Cam said, no, it's Patrick Mahomes. And they were debating. And then Cameron then said, like, man, like, I can't watch a sport where, like, after all, that's like 1 0. What the hell is that? So I'm, I'm watching for like what's 90 minutes and it's, and it's just 1 0. So that's, I just think that for Americans, they've been bred on like, you know, 1910, 23 7, 17, Do you know, how 105 that to is? 101, 120 <laughs> to 114. I hate, so I to hate go from that argument. like, yo- 1 1 oh, or 1 yeah. 0 yeah. Is, is maybe just too much of a disparity. So. but
0: have hope this is the mm. this is the dumbest thing about americans um and i apologize i know most of the people who listen to this are american i'm here i'm with you in some instances however you just arbitrarily give a touchdown six points who said it was worth six points you could okay the the scoring of football is a field goal is worth three
1: a touchdown
0: mm. is worth six
1: yeah, yeah. it's like so, rugby. well it's it's similar to rugby
0: so 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 that's a two to one ratio so a touchdown is six a field goal is three if we divide both by two then a touchdown is worth two points and a field goal is worth one so let's say you have a game that's 17 14 right that means someone scored two touchdowns and a field goal and another team scored two touchdowns right yeah if you actually scored it correctly like if ratioed correctly. Hmm. That's 4 to 5 game. Yeah. But it sounds 17 14. Oh, there must have been hella points. No. Yeah yeah, 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 So what 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 if in football we decided a goal instead of being worth 1 point, it was worth 10 points. So that means the 7-1 game in Germany, Germany yeah. Brazil, is really 70 to 10. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or or let's just make it American. Let's say it's worth 7 with the extra point. So it's forty forty nine to seven is what happened with Brazil and Germany in the semifinal. But no, mm. it's just one goal. So American football inflates the score and then it tricks you into thinking there's actual runs or oh, there's no, actual runs than the arbitrariness of six and three.
1: I mean, let me ask this though: Has it's, there ever been an NFL game where it's been like one touchdown to so nothing? So one I just scored a touchdown. Yes. I've so seen was, 7
0: so, 0. I've seen 3 0.
1: No, 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 but, but here's the thing. How many times have you seen a 7-0? Very very rare. It's rare. That's the thing. Rare. 1 0s happen a lot, especially in a final. Like basically, how many times has there ever been in the, in a Super Bowl final? It's finished 7 0 in a Super Bowl final. Ooh, that's a good question. You see, I, the I 1 0 up. is a very popular final score. Very popular final score is 1-0. And that, yeah. that's almost a score that you actually expect to see in like a final World Cup final, Euro final is one-zero. So
0: the, the lowest scoring Super Bowl I can find is 17-14, really. There like you if go. you add up both. And that's the, the Giants Patriots. The I think that's the David Tyree game where he mm. held the ball on his helmet. Okay. Um
1: yeah.
0: Or oh, there's a 16-7. Or oh, yeah,
1: a 16 to 7. So that's Which, a two touchdowns to one touchdown or two touchdowns at a conversion to that would touchdown.
0: be three field goals and a touchdown to a touchdown. Okay. So
1: that would be five
0: to one. Yes. If you actually use the scoring system correctly, but they don't, they inflate it to make you think like there's a, what's a, what's a good one to use. Mm. I'm just looking at like the last Super Bowl is 38, 35,
1: it's, it's, it's but there were not 38,
0: 35 things is, that happened.
1: Is it, no, for me, I think though, like, because you bring an interesting point, which is the psychology and the mentality of, let's say, a nation or a country. Hmm. The mentality of America, predominantly, I think it's very hard to mesh with what the mentality of football is. Because football is chess. The whole point of football is it's extremely difficult to score. That's why... When someone scores, you go crazy in celebrities because it is very hard to score because mm-hmm. there are so many barriers and hurdles put to make it very difficult to score because it's such a difficult game. Like, so the beauty of football is man, how can we get past all of these different barriers of defense? The psychology of America is we want to implore and encourage scoring, which is why I think basketball has actually sort of ruined because they were like, oh, let's actually make it much harder for the defenders and make it and then give um offensive players a lot more leeway, which I just think is freaking no, stupid.
0: No, I would I would argue the opposite. I remember I was in a sociology class once and my teacher, mm. her name was Miss Simpson, if I remember correctly, one of the like sociology was my my favorite thing, but I did English just because I, th- I felt it might have been more useful. <laughs> I was wrong. But um sociology like we talked about sports and she said if you look in the past baseball was the number 1 sport but it was too slow like for a, a more modern audience so baseball is one run at a time there's no clock it could last ages there's extra innings you know it's meant to, it's meant to end in 9 innings but you could play 18 20 it just goes all day it doesn't end unless someone actually wins you have to get the number of outs. It's not determined by a clock It's determined by a number that could take years (laughs) in in theory. Um, But that was too slow. So then Mm. the next sport that came was football, like American football. And Mm. if you just look at the scores, like, you know, it's not, you know, three runs to one run. You get, like I said, you get 35 to eight. There's action. You run the ball, you throw the ball, there's people hitting each other, people leaving in ambulances. Like it's, It's a more violent spectacle, and that appeals to the American market. Then she said something that was really interesting. She said, if you look at the trends, and this is something I tend to agree with, Mm. basketball is the fastest growing sport in America, or at least it Mm. was from like the 80s, 90s, especially Jordan Bulls, etc. And maybe she was dealing with data that was like Jordan era. But... It makes sense because that that and if you look at '80s scores like the Celtics Lakers era like those a lot of those games were like 120 130 Mm. you know and they weren't even shooting threes like that it was just get the ball to the big man let him dunk it over everybody like very efficient games in, in that way like Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points in like the 60s or whatever it was so like. The amount of scoring and the amount of possessions that you get, it's back and forth, back and forth, up the court, down the court, up the court, down the court. Like your, your neck doesn't stop moving, almost like tennis, but, you know, with the team in that in that way. So she her ultimate point was that the way Americans have been socialized is to want fast action and to watch fast things that go back and forth. And basketball mm. is one of the best versions of that. Um, which which means it it has the capacity to grow and make money, which has happened to your yeah. credit. Um, but anyway, there is a World Cup that we probably should discuss a little bit. Have you watched any of the women's World Cup?
1: Uh, I mean, I heard that the Philippines had a huge dub, and that's you, what I heard. like. I think it's like you, their first ever World Cup victory.
0: You see, like okay, when when we talked in the Patreon about. Mm could you not discuss race and just so uh society through sport Mm. or through football like there's no amount of money that would not like i would say this point and then the people would come and snatch whatever money you gave um the philippines have 23 women on their team Mm. one player was born in the Philippines. oh wow the rest are diasporic filipino women Mm. From generally the United States. So for them to like beat I forget the I forgot the team they beat. I should probably Is it know. the Netherlands
1: or no. Who was it? I've forgotten.
0: Philippine. I think it might have been New Zealand. Yeah, um, yes, New yes, Zealand. it was New Zealand. It was New Zealand. Yeah. Um, who are one of the hosts. Um, hmm. for them to win, that's like that's crazy. But they went on like the the diaspora check your passport do you have one filipino grandma or grandpa that can Mm. uh, that can get you into the team and this oh this this goes really well into what we were just talking about because i know we need to go Mm. um there are so many good american women footballers relative to the sport that they play Mm. that there are so many excess players that don't have a place to play Unless a team like uh, Jamaica or you name it, come yeah. come and be like, yo, you have a, a grandparent from the island or a grandpa or a mother or whatever it is, like change your heritage <laughs> or, or change your passport and come play with us. And the, the Philippines clearly went on like a diaspora spree and it was like, give us whoever you have, that's not good enough to make the best team in the world, which is the United States women. And that goes to American girls. Because they don't play American football, where else can they go? If you're not tall to play basketball or volleyball, you're not playing an individual sport, maybe like tennis or something like figure skating or whatever it is. Football for girls has become like what American football is in many ways for men. So Mm. there's so many people who play it or so many girls who play it, but you can only take 23 Americans. So where do the rest go? Well, the Philippines have a place, you know, and they've Mm. got three points. I think their first three points in uh, women's World Cup history.
1: So here's here's what I want to ask. It was about, you know, the women's football and the growth of women's World Cup. Mm. How many women en masse watch the women's World Cup? or care about women's football? That's what a key question? question. So just like the regular woman, just like a regular woman that you just speak to on the, on the streets, how interested are they in women's football? Are they watching the women's World Cup? Are they, do they have any interest to see it grow? Mm. Because that is always the key thing that I ask because people always be like, oh, how full? I'm like, because I believe, now maybe wrong, I believe that women en masse, don't care about women's football and most women will watch the world cup over the women's world cup because the world cup has now become pretty much the biggest sporting event on the planet so when the world cup rolls around it's not really about football this is just the general sporting event where if i'm from chile if i'm from peru if i'm from cameroon i'm supporting my nation in a sport that has probably now superseded even the freaking olympics based on this is now about repping your, your country now. Yeah. So the issue is, I just don't think that women in general care for or support women's football enough.
0: You know what? I would argue. I would argue that society in general doesn't care about women's sports because of both its marketing whoa, itself. Whoa,
1: whoa, wait, wait, hold, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, women's sports or women's football?
0: Both. No. I mean, uh, no. there's like rare instances you can point out, like figure skating. Okay, Tennis, that's cared about. Athletics. Tennis. Athletics. Okay, but women's basketball, women's football, women's boxing,
1: all of those things. UFC, whoa. Women's UFC is heavily supported. Heavily supported.
0: Well, I don't know UFC well enough. No,
1: but I can tell you for sure that it's heavily supported. It is. It is.
0: But team sports... Like, are there any team sports that women play that society markets and promotes in general? I don't think so.
1: Mm.
0: Now, I I remember reading that women's football was quite popular in England in like the 1910s, 1920s. And then they banned it for like 50, 60 years. Mm. And like in 1960, 1970, they allowed women to play football again. But the, apparently, the FA didn't want women playing football because they thought it was unhealthy for oh, wow. women to play football. So, so they were gar, they were garnering crowds as big as men's crowds. Um, now, I, the, the the sociological underpinnings of that I find maybe quite interesting. Maybe there like weren't places to see women, oh. <laughs> so people were showing. I don't know. Um, or just maybe the, the games were good and it would you know the they were good footballers, perhaps it's a combination of both. I don't know. But yeah, there there haven't like the, the push for women's football is within the last 10-15 years, really. Um, I can remember the 99 team, uh the American team that beat China, where Brandy Chastain took off her top. And I remember being a kid, like, yo, whoa, is she allowed to do that? Yeah. And the answer is yes. Um but yeah, like I wonder. Is a, 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 when you say, Do women care about women's sports? I hear, Does society care?
1: Because, no, no. no, 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 no. It... Just... hold on, hold on. Just, hold on, just, hold on. Just, hold on no, no, but you have to be correct. Yeah, do just, women just, care just... about women's football? I never said women's sports. Sorry. Do women sorry, care about sorry, women's football?
0: Right, fair enough. Um, do women care about women's football? Does society care about it? Because women are only a product of the society in which they live. If, if women's football isn't promoted, if, if women's football isn't seen as something that's valid to watch, and the only people who watch it are connoisseurs of, the, of football more broadly, then the people who are connoisseurs of football more broadly are usually men. So then you're asking men to step out of the sport that they're used to watching to watch women and then that creates its own dissonance where this isn't good. It's not, they're not fast. They're not as technical. They're not as this, they're not as that, oh. you know? So so just, 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 just quickly, I wonder if the solution is not necessarily to market it to, to women specifically, but just to validate that the sport exists and then whoever likes it will come to it.
1: Do you know, the, this is this, 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 the, the key thing here. Mm. Because see, for me, I'm, okay. I'm huge on athletics and tennis because I love tennis, watching tennis and I love, I love ath- ath- athletics, track, track, and field. For me, watching like the men's 100s and 200s, then watching the women's 100s and 200s, I hardly see a drop off. So the kind of sensations and the appreciation I have of the men's 100s and 200s and the women's 100s and 200s, I hardly see a drop off. When, from the days of Martina Hingis. Lindsay Devonport and then when Venus and Serena took the game to a whole other level. I'm like, going from um Sampras, Agassi, Patrafta, Ivaniseovich, Federe, Nanadal to Venus and Serena, there's not that much. You went deep off. in the I'm tennis honest. bag, bro. Oh, come on, like I mean, I'm a tennis <laughs> guy. No, look, I'm a sports guy. I'm a sports <laughs> guy. So that thing, it wasn't really that um uh, much of a drop-off, mm. you know. Like, so you're going from what's it called? Um Usain Balls to, oh gosh, I've, I've, I've got, I think it's Charlie Richardson, but I forgot to the, the, the Jamaican she, sprinter. She,
0: Shelly Ann Fraser Price. She, Shelly Ann Umpton, Fraser Price. Sharika yeah, like,
1: Jackson, like, come on. Yeah, like this. But the issue though is that for me, there's, in my opinion, there's too much of a drop off going from men's football to women's foot, 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 football. Okay, like, okay,
0: okay, okay. Bro, so, now, now this is the interesting part. Do you think you've watched so much men's football? that the difference becomes obvious because you know men's football so well. I ask because when I watch tennis or when I watch uh, men's tennis, tennis versus women's tennis, I'm only watching the majors. When I'm watching like men's golf and women's golf, I'm only watching the majors. So there's, there is no like visual difference to me. And obviously there is, because because when they play each other, you can see it like mixed doubles. Mm. Like, okay, that's a different type of serve but my eye is not nuanced enough to pick up on the differences between men sprinting and women sprinting, even though the clock says something different. But mm. football, I've watched it so much. Basketball, I've watched it so much that I can tell the difference between that layup, jumping off your right foot, dribbling with your left hand, uh, receiving the ball in the end. Like I can tell these things. But that's because my eye is so keen. I wonder if people who watch tennis can see the difference, or people who actually study athletics no. can see the difference.
1: I disagree. As why well, I disagree is because of the nature of football. I'm just asking a question. Oh no, no, it's true, no, no! And no. for me, I think the answer is so sprinting from point A to point B as fast as you can. Tennis, okay, tennis now complicates things a bit more. Now it's about okay just get it in between his lines, but now short selection. So do I go for a floater? Do I now do it to the baseline? Do I now try and bring it first to the net? When do I now approach the net? So now it's different. Now you go to football. There are so many uh, complications of like your first touch, dribbling, the passes that you do, how you evade a tackle, how you because football is so complicated and there's so many different things that the kinds of things that men are able to do with a ball, women are just not able to do to that kind of a level. So that is why when you now go from that to women's football, there's just that to drop off no, based on but, just what guys can do. So
0: No, I'm, I'm saying you see those things, but for the everyday lay person who doesn't really watch football except for when the World Cup is on, mm. can they see those differences between men and women? Is it observable to the layman? obviously you see the differences because you've you've made this your life to see the difference yeah or at least that the that, that the difference is something you can't not see it's obvious but to someone like my mom who doesn't watch football when she puts on women's football I don't think she sees that
1: there's any difference really what but are you trying to sell women's footballs to the layperson though that's the thing
0: <laughs> I think you have to that's the only way things can grow is by just regular people watching it and who really and I'm don't not want sure to, whether or don't know they the should.
1: Layperson is going to be interested in football, so it's like how many, how many average lay people who are not really interested in football were like, "Oh, women's football, yeah, I'm not going to." This fully is watch why this. things
0: like the World Cup and the Olympics pop off because we, we get you not to watch because of what they're doing, we get you to watch because of who they are. They're American, they're British, they're Irish, yeah. they're Filipino, they're Canadian, they're Jamaican, they're Nigerian. You will watch because you have an appreciation for, for who they are, not necessarily what they're doing. You'll watch archery during the Olympics. Nobody gives a shit about archery. Sorry yeah. to the archers out there. Yeah. Like, but this isn't Robin Hood era. So, <laughs> but, but if you put a flag on somebody who's shooting an arrow, oh shit, we care. Skiing look across country, nobody, who cares, but put a rifle in their hand and a Norway flag and all of a sudden people care. Like my thing is you have to market who the people are, the narratives of the women, the narratives of the men. That's what will sell a sport. Not necessarily what they're up to. It's to to the layperson, to the connoisseur. Of course, you're going to notice the difference between uh, Marta and Neymar. Like there's a difference there. But to my mom, well, I don't but but just just quickly to my mom, I don't know if she'll be able to pick up on a difference relative to who's who who they're playing against.
1: But no 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 but but my and the issue though is that I just have to get you, you to watch. No no the issue is that you want people to watch women's football all year round rather than just in the big tournaments. So mm-hmm. okay, if you can only sell it via the World Cup, how do you then sell it by every day? So maybe your mom will watch for the stories and the narratives of the world cup because it's such a big tournament. Post the World Cup, is she still going to watch? Probably not. But, so the I think they... but the
0: narrative is compelling, maybe. And that's your chance. Like, if, if if I could tell you a story about Sam Kerr that gets you so interested because you care about Australia that now you'll watch Chelsea women's team because you have an attachment to her, maybe that's how you can grow the sport. And it doesn't matter what they're up to. You just like her.
1: Uh, you know, you, you, see, for, you see, I just think that for women's football, it's tr- I just think it's tricky, man, because... First of all, football connoisseurs are not going to be watching women's football on mass. It's just not. It's, it's never going to happen because the quality disparity is just too vast. And I just don't think that you can get enough lay people on mass to be into women's football Ooh. all year round. Ooh, so I, it's, it's I don't know if I tricky, agree.
0: Man. I think you can get lay people, I think you can get the masses to watch anything and consume anything if you promote it enough and enough and enough. And the problem so far is women's football hasn't been promoted because it's been because football is controlled
1: by the people who
0: are connoisseurs. So, oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 okay, So, sounds if you so your sounds if you were to market women's football, football connoisseurs like myself would be watching women's football on the regular.
0: No, well, no. I, I your your mind is made up. So, no, no amount of marketing. And I, I'll, I'll give you credit that like. <laughs> I feel like you might be smarter than the marketing that would be necessary mm. to get this done. So you would see through the marketing. But if you market something enough and enough and enough and enough to people, they'll, have, they'll be quoting uh, little Uzi Vert lyrics. Not because little Uzi Vert is good, but mm. because he's popular. And you need to make the sport popular. And the way you do that is by promotion, storytelling, engagement, and just giving it the proper place that it deserves because they're doing it. Like, do people actually like football or has, or were you programmed to like football? Do I really like basketball or was I programmed to like it because I live in the United States in the 20th and 21st century and that's just what was there? So I think I like it. You could do that with women's football. It's not that difficult. You just have to believe that they deserve the spotlight. And maybe, and, and, and look, we're in our 30s or 40s or 50s, we don't know. Or may, maybe Have Hopes 19, we don't know. Yeah, 19, 19. Um, may, Maybe our, our die is cast. But to the young 10-year-old, the young 12-year-old, who's to say uh, Alex Morgan can't be as interesting or engaging as Erling Haaland to them? It just matters on how you market it. And that's what's been, and, yeah. and, 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 and that's been the, the, the deficiency, at least in women's nah, no no
1: no come on. I mean Daniel, come on, let's let's be real. Like you're not you're not making Alex Morgan more marketable or desirable than a Neymar, a Messi, an Mbappé Holland. You Haaland. no. You can't no I, Are you sure about that? You can't. Like unless you're gonna sell her sexually, which I think will not be oh, a detriment wow. to yeah. women. I don't know how you do it. Like if you just, you know, Alex Morgan, like the amazing, because the whole point of these guys is they are doing amazing things on the best possible level mm. because the, because the issue is that when you're looking at women's football, you are seeing something that is of a lesser standard and a lesser quality to men's football. Cause you always know that men's football exists and it's of a higher quality. So as someone like, why am I now, why am I not choosing to watch something of a lower quality? When I know something, of the high quality is out there on, only if I'm watching it for other reasons, whether it's because I find Alex Morgan attractive or I'm a woman, <laughs> I'm a girl, and I want to support other women as well. So I want to be in, solid, in solidarity with other women. So apart from you're watching it for sexual reasons or you're watching to support women and girls, I don't know how you can sell and let smoker to the same level of a Haaland. I mean, those are just
0: the first two strikers that came on my mind. So maybe that's a bad example. Probably it maybe it is a bad example. But the, my larger point is just the. I don't know if people like what they like just natively or just because or if there aren't underpinnings of why you like what you like. And if there are reasons why you like what you like, and one of those reasons is the amount of marketing and the amount of just inundation in, the, in a societal sense that you see people and you're told to like something, women, let me land, let me land, let me land. Women's sports hasn't been given a fair shake in the last 50, 100 years. So I'm, what I'm saying is if you give it equal footing, eventually it will find an audience. Is that audience have hope? no is that audience me occasionally but not always could that audience be my daughter or my son maybe and you have to live on that maybe and give see, it its oh, place no, wait, wait, wait. it just see hasn't
1: a, been given its place so your son would watch women's football over I men's do, football
0: i don't know my son bro I, I i don't think i have any out there but i don't know
1: <laughs> but <laughs> no, but no, no, but no, no, but come on you have to come on. <laughs> You have, to, you have to be realistic I am. and you're not and you're just not being realistic you think you're being you're, you're being idealistic i don't think realistic. you're listening
0: to me though that's I am. that's like no, what, no. what i'm saying is if if you put something in front of someone's face enough
1: they will like it and i'm saying you're wrong i'm I, you're missing the points of do you men's football is go of, look at the pop as, charts bro no 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 <laughs> it's not about marketing Men's football and male football players are better than women football players. I'm not disputing that. You haven't heard me
0: dispute that.
1: So, and and so then, if you know that for a fact, why are you going to watch something that is of a lesser quality? Most deaf is an objectively better
0: rapper than Little Uzi Vert. Most people listen to Little Uzi Vert because he's in your face all the time.
1: Music is different. You can't, no, 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 no. Music isn't sports. Music is subjective, sports is X's and O's. (laughs) <laughs> you so can't like
0: tell people why they like what they like
1: okay so but, Danny, but, but I'm
0: saying that okay, why people like what they like is a product of
1: it being shoved in your okay, face okay, 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 okay 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 let, me, okay let me ask you this because we're going around, around it in circles yeah. so you're saying that there are that's you think that's a takeaway there's a chance that people will believe that I just prefer women's football over no, men's football because I, no, I just prefer it it's,
0: it's not a binary choice between I like this over that it's uh I want to watch this and I will watch that. Like you can watch both things at the same time and enjoy them for different reasons. It's not, Oh, I'm, I'm only watching women's football. I'm only watching men's football. It's not a zero or one. It's I will watch this and occasionally I'll watch that. But in order to occasionally watch women's football, it has to be on TV. It has to be accessible to you. And for decades, it hasn't been accessible. It's only just recently that it's been no, on no, TV no, no, for, no, for, for, for people to even think that they might want to watch.
1: Look, what a, basically, what I would agree on this. So I just believe that even if you... I'm not trying market, to debate
0: there, you. I'm just trying to make make sure you yeah, understand look, my point. You know, you no, know.
1: no, 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 I understand. No, and I just I just disagree with your points. So I get Fair the enough. point you're making and everything, but I just, I just disagree, you know? I just think that... Um, so I was having this debates just, with um
0: just 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 quickly so I can understand your point. You're saying there's nothing anybody can do to make people in mass watch women's football because it's an inferior product to men.
1: Yes. Um,
0: now there's... now okay. So my question here would be why is men's football important when discussing women's football? Not to you, but to the layman. Wait, Who, what do you mean? Because because laymen might not even watch men's football. So, so you're saying the, the phantom idea of men's football in the layman's mind will corrupt the idea of women's football to
1: them? Wait, no, I'm saying that if the layman is not interested in men's football, why would the layman be interested in women's football? Mm. That's my thing. <laughs> because if something has the very best... Pl- if something has the very best athletes in the world... Because put it this way, the best female footballer is not even close or in the same galaxy as the best male footballer. So the best male footballers are light years ahead of the best female footballers. So as a layperson, why would you, if you're a lay person and you're not interested in football or rather male football, why would you then be more interested in women's football over men's football if women's football was much more heavily marketed and advertised? So mm-hmm. if women's football was fully advertised, marketed, pushed, but you know men's football exist. Why are you now going to watch women's football over men's football when men's football has the very best athletes and the much better football players?
0: I'm glad I asked those clarifying questions because I feel that that makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to, to where I don't have a great answer for that. If there's a pool of people who are just predisposed to watching football, whatever kind of football it is, mm. that's the pie that you're working from like you can't go outside of that pie you those are the 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 millions or billions of people that you're stuck with to where no amount of marketing will change the people who are outside so you're stuck with the people who are inside so how many people inside can you capture and that's my point i i don't have a great answer for that question i'm just sure that marketing and the amount of the, the amount of um promotion that something gets and the way it's promoted is relevant to how people consume it. That's one thing I'm sure of. So if women's football isn't marketed, you won't have a chance to capture the, the, the convincible people. Um, Fuck it. We've, we've been here. I've been sat down for too long, (laughs) but uh, just, I I think there's hope not to steal your name. I do think there's hope people can be convinced to watch.
1: No, but- no, 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 no. Okay, but basically, my thing is there are two pools of people that you have to try and capture. That's the It most is pool. the people Thank who. Thank you, bro. I was saying why. Love- <laughs> yeah, basically, there are people who already love football, and the people who don't really care at all. You're not capturing the people who already love football based on their love of football and what football is. So they, so they have a um, standard of what they believe top football is. So you're, you, you're not going to convince those guys on mass, right? The people who are hardly interested, my argument is that why would they be watching women's football over men's football when they know that men's football exists and it's of a high level and a higher quality? Because,
0: ooh, that pie is considerably filled with more women than the other one. So you have to market, like you said, you have to market these are women, these are girls, these are and maybe and, you can and, and, and and maybe you can convince the them to 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 identify with the demographic more so than the more so than the activity.
1: And 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 that's what I said at the start. Most women hate football, <laughs> and most women don't give a damn about football. But why? Because they just don't. <laughs> so, so I see that that's no this, no, no, no no yes it, yes it, that, that, that is the
0: crux of our argument. I don't think there is anything that people just don't like or just like your argument would make it seem that women are just once they're born inside of their mind is that I don't give a fuck about football gene I think that you're socialized into thinking you don't like particular things and if I show it to you enough and show that you are that you and yours are in here you'll watch
1: it's, 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 it's okay, Look, say, well, we have got to end here because we'll be back. Yeah. for it's yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. But it's, the the It's 100 thing minutes, okay. Basically, the last thing I'll say <laughs> is that I speak from, from ex, ex experience growing up with a sister and auntie, but specifically my cousins. So my younger cousins. And it's funny though. So I have two cousins from one of my aunts. One of my cousins is very, very girly. Another one is is into guy things, but is also girly. Another set of my cousins, one of the cousins, and this is this is from my uncle who's an ATL. Mm. One of them is very girly-girly. Another one is like insul guyish things, but also girly. But even with the cousins who are into transformers, um, these movies and everything, there is still something very feminine about them. And my belief is that even if you may get tomboys or people who are into things, there is you there is still something that is naturally feminine for women. So women who may play football, they into cars, may into things that are guys with a lot of guys, at the very core, they're still feminine. And they're still more effective into what are feminine things. I think those things of what makes it inherently masculine or inherently feminine, I think that's just nature. Mm -hmm. So something like football and that sport and the nature of football and how physical that sport is, you are never going to make that appeal to women en masse. You're never going to make that appeal to women on mass. I look, that's it, because we're almost, we're almost two hours, so look. All right, yeah. All <laughs> that's right. it. <laughs> I mean, I would want to push
0: back, but I don't know if I could, even if I wanted. All right, this is Talking Tactics Podcast. We do this every, every, you know, we do it every week. Yeah, we, we do something. Talking Tactics Podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious.
1: Always football.
0: Check out the second part. That's the other. Yeah, check the other part. Check it out. Check it out. You'll get more debates like this. Peace, guys. Peace, peace, peace. Yeah, peace, peace. Sports social podcast network.